Welcome to the Cowboys Beat audio podcast, streaming live on the Cowboys Beat Podcast Network, where we talk about everything related to America's team. Prescott got a carry. And reach, flip, sets up first and goal at the... Hosted by none other than Chris K. Third and seven, blitz coming, Prescott in trouble, lofting it to the corner. You may know him from his work on TikTok, but now he's taking over the podcasting world. We're not here just to take part, we're here to take over. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the Cowboys Beat Audio Podcast. Yo, what's going on guys? Welcome to the Cowboys Beat Podcast for August 30th, 2023. My name is Chris, I'm your host. It's a parade inside my city, yeah! They wrote me off, I ain't right back though. That's the problem. All right, right back. Let's go. And on today's episode, we're going to be going over the 53-man roster for the Cowboys. They have released their first 53-man roster. Uh, that's pretty much all we're going to be going over. And now, look, I'm not going to go in-depth with each position group just because there's so many position groups to tackle. And there's certain position groups where there's not really much to be said about it. So that's what we're going to do on today's episode because pretty much outside of that, I mean, we could go over the all 22 from the Raiders game, but I think like 98% of the guys that played in that game aren't even on this team anymore. That's probably a, a lower number than that, but regardless, not many people that played in that game are still on this uh, team. So without further ado, so let's get down, let's get down to business. So Kyle Brandt decided to take the low-hanging fruit. I'm going to go off script here a little bit. He decided to compare Dak Prescott and Kirk Cousins on Twitter. And, dude, this is so played out. So he's getting one of these. Oh, <laughs> I'm so funny. Dak Prescott's Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Look at me, guys. I need attention because I'm not talented. Oh, Kyle Brandt's the worst, man. He's so annoying. I can't stand that guy. He's the same guy on his show yesterday. He's like, Jalen Hurts is Superman. He literally said that. Like, oh my God, man. I can't I can't stand the the, the, the Jalen Hurts love. I can't stand it. I can't stand it because it's not warranted. Um, that's besides the point. You know, put put 13 other quarterbacks in that roster and they get to the Super Bowl as well. So I, I'm not necessarily trying to hear it, but that's not the topic of conversation here. I say this all the time about the Dak Prescott and Kirk Cousins situation. Both of them are really good pocket passers. Uh, I think that there's a small gap between Dak and Kirk Cousins' pocket passers. But the gap when it comes to everything else, when it comes to pocket presence, when it comes to pocket awareness, when it comes to escaping the pocket and creating on the run, using their legs, Dak Prescott clears Kirk Cousins by a wide margin. Kirk Cousins would be a much better player if he was able to use his legs the way that Dak Prescott can use his legs. Thus, I think Dak Prescott is a better player. It's it's very simple. He'd be a much better player if he could use his legs like Dak Prescott can. And he's not as good of a pocket passer. There's the gap between the two players. Throw all the base stats you want at me out. Look at the advanced metrics. You got um uh, guys like Bobby Bout and Connor Livesey on uh, Twitter putting out the advanced metrics to show the difference between the two. It's not close. And, and, and Ben Slowick as well from the ringer put out advanced metrics to uh separate the two. It's not it's not it's not as close as people want to make it think. 
But again, he's got to get his clicks. So funny. <laughs> Look at me. You want to know what? Uh, when, when, when some of these characters that say that Dak Prescott and Kirk Cousins are the same guy, I'm just going to start asking them because they're so serious about this. I'm going to be like, do you think that they're the same guy? And right when they get into their answer, I'm just going to be like, it doesn't, it doesn't matter, matter what you think. What you think. It doesn't matter what you think. Seriously, man. It's ridiculous. I'm, I'm done with this. I'm moving on to the next topic because I don't want to raise my blood pressure more than it's already been raised. All right, let's get into something that actually matters. Let's go over this Cowboys 53-man roster. Now, again, we're not going to spend too much time uh, going over each position group. There's a lot of position groups to tackle. So um, we'll start off with the quarterbacks, Doc Prescott, Cooper Rush, Trey Lance. I don't expect Trey Lance to suit. Um, I want to go over guys who could potentially not suit because, yes, this is a 53-man roster, but we also have to take into consideration that 77 of these guys have to be inactive come game day. So, uh, Doc Prescott, Cooper Rush, Trey Lance. Trey Lance is probably not going to suit this game. Um, quarterback room, not much to say about it. Trey Lance, we talked about him the other day. Uh, he's a Cowboys now. He's a Cowboy now. Um, you know they traded the fourth round pick for him. I may not. I might not like it. However, I'm going to root for the guy because he's a part of this franchise, and I want the best for the guy. So. Um, that's going to be the quarterback room there. Tony Power, Deuce Vaughn, Rico Dowdle. No surprise there. These guys are, well, at least Deuce Vaughn and Rico Dowdle separated themselves from all the other running backs that were uh, in, in a Cowboys uniform this preseason. Now, obviously, Tony Power had already separated himself over the course of his career from all these other guys, but makes a lot of sense. Deuce Vaughn, Rico Dowdle. I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit disappointed in Malik Davis. I had higher expectations for him, and rightfully so. The Cowboys decided to cut him. He didn't really show the Cowboys too much, so uh, ultimately they had to the, come to the decision that he was not going to be on this 53-man roster. Maybe he makes it to the practice squad. I'd love for him to make it to the practice squad, but you know, ultimately didn't live up to the potential. Now, the question that I asked was, is it because his offensive line wasn't that great in front of him? But then Deuce Vaughn and Rico Dowdle showed some things, and the offensive line was pretty much the same for them as well. So, you know, I think Malik Davis can be a good player in this league, but, uh, you know, it'll probably have to be on the practice squad uh, in case the Cowboys need to call him up. Hopefully he clears waivers so he can get onto that practice squad. Um, Hunter Lipke, this is an interesting one. We'll talk about this. So here's the thing. I think that the conversation that the Cowboys had was between Hunter Lipke and Sean McKeon. Now, salute to uh, Vach Lombardi and Skywalker Steel. They make great content. I'm a big fan of their shows. I watch them like every single day. Uh, like I religiously watch these guys at, like from start to finish. Uh, I watch their shows. But I disagree with them on this particular uh, take. You know, they, they were, they were kind of... Uh, not about the Cowboys keeping Hunter Lipke over an Isaiah Lamb, but I don't think that that was the conversation between the two. I think that the Cowboys looked at this and said, okay, we need somebody to play that each back Sean McKeon role. Are we going to keep Sean McKeon? Or are we going to have Hunter Lipke play that role? Because I do think that Hunter Lipke is going to play that role. Um, granted, we didn't see him take reps at that role uh, in the uh, preseason, but I do think that that's the role that they're going to want him to play. And I think that the conversation was between Sean McKeon and Hunter Lipke on, on who was going to make this roster. Because when you think about it, right, Sean McKeon was playing that, had fullback responsibilities pretty much. That's what I'll say. 
But I think that Hunter Lipke, there's just a higher ceiling for that role with Hunter Lipke on the team compared to a Sean McKeon because you were going to have to keep one of those two guys ultimately. And I think that they decided to roll with Hunter Lipke because let's just say, for example, if they would have uh, dropped Sean McKeon or if they would have dropped Hunter Lipke and kept Sean McKeon, would we be having the conversation Sean McKeon over Isaiah Land? No, I don't think we we would be. And I understand where you know Vach and Sky are coming with this because Isaiah Land is a is an impressive player, no doubt about it. And hopefully he clears waivers so that the Cowboys could get him on their practice squad. Because so I think this is a guy that you could definitely develop. However, I just don't think that the conversation was between those two. I think that they needed somebody to play that fullback role. And I think that Hunter Lipke is the guy that's best suited for it. You know, unlike Sean McKeon, I think that Hunter Lipke is a better pass catcher than Sean McKeon coming out of the backfield. And even if you line him up at tight end, hopefully they they give him some reps doing that. And I also think he's a way better ball carrier too. Like when Sean McKeon is in the backfield, there's no threat of him running the football. And I think because of that, that limits that role. Um, you know, if, if Sean McKeon was able to take handoffs, that would be beneficial, you know, because then there's a level of unpredictability there. But with Hunter Lipke, he can take, he can take handoffs. He can take, you know what I'm saying? He can take handoffs in that role, uh, and, and be an efficient ball carrier, uh, coming out of the backfield like that. So I think that with that role, I think that's a role that the Cowboys do covet. And I think that they looked at Sean McKeon and Hunter Whipke and said, there's a higher ceiling for this role with Hunter Whipke uh, compared to a Sean McKeon. I don't think that it was necessarily, should we keep Hunter Whipke or Isaiah Land? Um, hopefully Isaiah Land makes uh, uh, waivers though so we can get him on the practice squad because I, I do agree with them. Impressive, impressive player, but... Ultimately, you know, I, I think that that particular position going into this season where they want to try and capitalize on the Super Bowl window, I think was more important to them than keeping Isaiah Land. I, I mean, but again, I don't think that was the conversation in the room. I think it was Hunter Whipke, Sean McKeon, which one do we think could play this role better? And I think they came to the conclusion that Hunter Whipke could play this role. Now, will he dress? And and here's another thing. I forgot to dive into this. Hunter Whipke can play special teams for you. So, you know, if he could do fullback things and be in like that Kyle Juszczyk type of role while also playing special teams for you, that's a valuable player. You know what I'm saying? If he could take all your special team snaps on top of taking, I don't know, 10, 15 snaps on offense, let's just say, I think that's a valuable player on your team. And and, and he could do multiple things, carry the ball coming out of the backfield, catch passes coming out of the backfield, maybe line him up at tight end and have him catch passes there, be a lead blocker. Oh, yeah, that's that's pretty valuable on top of special teams contributions. So, you know... Will he dress on game day is the question. I do think he dresses, but I mean, we're going to have to go over this roster. So right now, because uh, because that, that's ultimately what I want to do. I want to see if we can get this to 53 without Hunter Lipke uh, being on the inactive roster. Because again, this is a guy who can play special teams, can give you 10, 15 snaps, whether it be as a weed blocker, ball carrier, line them up at tight end. So right now we're at uh, one person that we have on the in uh on the uh inactive roster come game day i i think there's probably a different word for that but i just it, it's not coming to mind right now so and that's trey lance wide receiver cd lamb brandon cooks michael gallup jalen tolbert Cavante turpin that was 
to me, that was the five wide receivers that you had to keep. And I think that Kevontae Turpin was one of the five best receivers on this team. I don't think he's making this team just because of special teams. Like he was one of the five best receivers that the Cowboys had this uh, training camp and preseason period. Like he just was. Like he showed some really good things. You know, one thing that I uh, I was a little worried about with Kevontae Turpin coming into the NFL is how is he going to be able to get off the line of scrimmage? Can he do that efficiently? And honestly, I think that Kevontae Turpin did some really good work getting off the line of scrimmage. Uh, separating as a route runner when it came to uh, breaking off at the top of his routes. I think he did some good things. You know, in that Seattle game, he was open a lot, and Will Greer didn't get him the ball. So I think that Kevontae Turpin deserved to be on this roster for more than just his special team contributions. Uh, He is a receiver. He was one of the five best receivers uh, that this team had in their training camp preseason period. So that's why he ultimately made the team. Jalen Brooks, this doesn't come as a surprise to me. He showed some really good things in practice. He didn't necessarily show out a lot during the preseason. But again, you know, this is a guy that they saw some real potential in at practice and they decided to roll with the guy. They drafted him and uh, I think they like his potential. Maybe uh, when it came to being in the game, they didn't necessarily see what they wanted to see, but I think they saw enough in practice for them to roll with the guy. So Jalen Brooks, uh, he's another guy that I think is going to be inactive. So right now we have two guys inactive. We have uh, Trey Lance and uh, Jalen Brooks. So let's move on to the tight ends. We have Jake Ferguson, Luke Schoonmaker, and Peyton Hendershot. Obviously, no surprises there. Um, You know, Sean McKeon got cut. You know, he's a guy that I think will queer waivers and get to the practice squad. So, uh, you know, you'll have four tight ends at your disposal with Sean McKeon getting to the practice squad, but I think there's only a certain amount of times where you can call somebody up from practice squad on the main roster. So that's something to take into consideration. But again, I don't mind Sean McKeon being there in the tuck. So if the Cowboys need another tight end, then go grab uh, Sean McKeon from the practice squad. Tyron Smith, Tyler Smith, uh, Tyler Biotich, Zach Martin, Terrence Steele. Uh, no surprises there. Matt Wetzko, that's kind of surprising because I don't necessarily think he showed that much this uh, preseason, and I think he also has an injury as well. Um, Matt Wetzko, uh, Awesome Richards, and TJ Bass. Awesome Richards and TJ Bass really did show some things for this team. They absolutely did during this preseason. I think that, uh, you know, it was neck and neck with, you know, who was more impressive, either TJ Bass or Awesome Richards. But I do think it's probably TJ Bass that was a little more impressive. But again, both these guys are young players. I said this on my last podcast. It's not ideal that these guys would be in the game, but if they do go in the game, I would feel more confident with them going in the game, like way more confident than like, let's just say a Josh Ball per se. So that's something to take into consideration. Um, Yeah, so those are the backup offensive linemen. They have three backup offensive linemen on this roster right now. So, I mean, they're going to go out and get guys. I mean, you're not going to keep three guys on your roster. But again, there's guys that they're going to have to designate to IR and stuff like that. So, um, I think Matt Wetzko is going to – he's going to go on some list because I do think he hurt his shoulder. Um, Don't quote me on that. Uh, But I think he's he's not going to be on the uh, game day roster come – New York. So that's something to take into consideration. Or at least, at least I don't think he will. So they're going to have to go out and, and 
get some guys, no doubt about it. Micah Parsons, Demarcus Lawrence, Sam Williams, Dorrance Armstrong, Dante Fowler. Uh, again, no surprises there. Defensive tackles, Oso Digizua, Jonathan Hankins, Mozzie Smith, Neville Gallimore, and Chauncey, Chauncey Golston, and Volimi Fioco. Okay, so here's what I'll say. Uh, it doesn't surprise me that Quentin Bohan is not on this roster because at the end of the day, like, I like Bohanna. I do. You know, I think that he can do some good things. However, you're not going to keep, in today's NFL, you're not going to keep three one-technique defensive linemen. It's not going to happen. You're not going to keep three one-technique defensive linemen. So, you know, I I just, I mean, Neville Gallimore, that that was the decision. Either Neville Gallimore or Quentin Bohanna. And obviously the Cowboys uh, valued what Neville Gallimore had to bring rather than a Quentin Bohanna, which, I mean, I understand them. I feel them on that. So, you know, I'm not necessarily going to be upset that Quentin Bohan is not on this team, but, uh, you know, hopefully he clears waivers and they can get him on the practice squad. That would be pretty cool. Um, because I do like Bohanna, but you know, ultimately just didn't live up to what I thought he could have been coming out of the preseason last year. Like I thought that this guy was going to really make a, a, a name for himself last season when I saw him in preseason last year, but it just never turned out to be the case is what it is. You know, they ended up drafting Mozzie Smith. Hopefully Mozzie Smith is as good as we believe he can be. Leighton Van Resch, Damone Clark, Devin Harper. Uh, those are the three linebackers that they have on their 53-man roster. So here's the thing. They're going to have to add another linebacker to this. They're going to have to add another linebacker. Maybe if Jabril Cox. Oh, wait, no. Yeah, they have three. That's three. I'm not reading that incorrectly. Maybe if Jabril Cox Cox clears uh, waivers, I think that that's probably the way they go. Maybe they're trying to get guys on uh, IR. Um, But uh, yeah. Oh, before we move on to the cornerbacks, I forgot to put into this. So because we, we went through the tight ends, the offensive linemen, I don't think any of those guys are going to be inactive except maybe Matt Wetzko just because I think he's dealing with the shoulder injury. But um, right now we have two people that I don't think are going to suit up come game day. That's going to probably turn into um, Vlimi Fioko is probably not going to uh, suit up. And I don't think Neville suits up either. So I would go for because with your defensive tackles, I mean, you would have at that point Osa. Jonathan Hankins, Mozzie Smith, and Chauncey Golston. Is, is that enough? Uh, yeah, because I mean, right now, Volemi Fioko is a defensive end. So four defensive tackles, I, yeah, you could probably roll with that. So I'll go with uh, Neville Gallimore is probably going to be inactive. So I would go Volemi Fioko and Neville Gallimore. That's four guys right there that won't be on the uh, game day roster. Then you have Trayvon Diggs, Stephon Gilmore, Deron Bland, Jordan Lewis. No surprises there. And Sean Wright, he's going to go to IR. So they're going to they're gonna have him on the roster, put him on the IR, and that'll open up a roster spot. spot. Um, Eric Scott, that's number five right there. He's not going to be active come game day. Noah Ign... I don't even know how to say this guy's name. He's he's the guy that they traded for yesterday for Calvin Joseph, which, by the way, I actually think the Cowboys got worse in this situation. I mean, not like 
it's not anything that's going to prevent them from doing what they want to do this season. But, you know, I I would prefer to have Calvin Joseph over Noah Ignabari because I think that Calvin Joseph has more potential. Like he was starting to show that he could do some things for your team this uh, preseason and offseason period. So, you know, they traded for him. I guess we'll have to give the guy a look. Uh, Jaron Curse. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Um, well, let's go over the cornerbacks real quick. So we got to Eric Scott. That's five guys now, right now, that are, I think, not going to be on the 53-man. So they got to get to two more. Um, and this isn't even including, like, the the long snappers and stuff like that. So, you know, that's something to take into consideration. Um. <sighs> Is Noah going to suit up on game day? How many corners do they have? Diggs, Gilmore, Bland, Lewis. Yeah, he's probably going to suit up come game day. Jerron Curse, Donovan Wilson, Malik Hooker, Israel McQuamu, uh, Marquise Bell, and Wanye Thomas. They're, that's heavy in the safety room. They are heavy in the safety room. Six safeties is a ton of safeties to keep on your roster. Usually teams keep like four safeties on their roster, but man, they're going heavy at this position and rightfully so. I mean, like, look, there's a lot of talent in that room. Curse, talented. Wilson, talented. Mukwamu, talented. Hooker, talented. Marquise Bell, Wanye Thompson. I mean, these guys showed some things, man. So when it comes to, and and you want to know what? I think Wanye Thomas is probably going to be inactive uh, on the game day roster. So we're at six right now. So Hunter Lipke might be a guy that, doesn't even suit up for your team. I mean, I think he probably does just because they do value that role that Sean McKeon brought to the team. And I think that he's going to be the guy that fills that role. So that's why I think he's probably going to be on the active game day roster. So we'll have to wait and see on that. Brandon Audrey and Brian Anger. You know, those are the the kickers and the punters. So, you know, obviously they're going to suit up as well. So ultimately, nothing too surprising. Like anybody who got cut, I'm not like, surprised that they got cut like Bohanna maybe a little bit Isaiah Land maybe a little bit but I mean overall the the roster kind of shaked out the way that I thought it was going to shake out and this is they're going to make changes to this to this 53-man roster before the season starts so you know that's going to be something to look out for as well so I mean overall roster looks loaded guys like I'm going through this roster let me go through this roster again it's it's talent like everywhere it's talent everywhere, except, you know, the depth on the offensive line. I'm going to continue to say that because I'm not confident in the depth of this offensive line, but I do think they're probably going to go out there and sign a guy or two, uh, maybe make a trade. But, I am I mean, I'm just looking and just you go down the roster, good player, good player, good player, great player, really damn good player, really damn good player, great player. You know, it's, it's a talented football team, guys. I mean, I think this football team is going to make a lot of noise this upcoming season, like no doubt about it. I mean, this roster is too damn good. Oh, you guys play a tough. You guys play a tough schedule. It doesn't matter what you think. Seriously, man. So what? We're a really damn good football team. I don't care about playing good football teams because we're a good football team. We'll run right through them. So you know that's going to be it for uh, this fifty-three man roster outlook that I did. They're going to make changes to this roster, no doubt about it. So that's going to be it for the episode, though, guys. If you haven't already, please make sure to hit that like button. Make sure to subscribe. I'm tired, man. I am tired. I I don't know why. Like, for some reason, because I'm usually up at, like, 3 o'clock. 
I decided to set my alarm for five o'clock in the morning today. And you want to know what's funny? I like, I woke up and I was like, oh, I must be up like early. This is sweet. Like I haven't heard any alarms. My, my dumb ass decides to set the alarms for five o'clock in the morning instead of my regular time at three. So I'm two hours behind, which really pissed me off because uh, those hours are important. I wasn't able to get to the gym. Uh, hopefully I can create a short form video so that I can push out to my social medias for today. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm a dumbass today, no doubt about it. But I do feel, you know, even though like I am tired, uh, not as tired as I usually am. So that's, I, I guess that's a W. But um, <laughs> got to get the work done now, you know, sleep uh, can wait. You know, I'll, I'll sleep when I die. You know, I got to get this content out. I got to get this work done. I got to get this workout in. And uh, fortunately, I wasn't able to do it today. So uh, it is what it is. But yeah, if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever you may be listening to this app, please make sure to leave a five-star review and make sure to download the show. And I will see you guys in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Cowboys Beat Audio Podcast. Please make sure to follow the show and leave a review. We'll We'll see see you next time time on the Cowboys Cowboys Beat Beat Audio Audio Podcast. Podcast.